Greetings, welcome, happy Monday. You're listening to News Talk Saga 960. Mark Petrana with you for the next two solid gold hours of freedom-loving news talk. Awesome, so very glad you could join us to start your work week right here on the Mark Petrana Show. Well, markets getting absolutely shellacked off the opening today. Um, not looking good. This looks like uh, one of those days where you sense there's an element of capitulation on the part of people who are finally giving up, which is often a turning point. Now, I'm not saying that's the case this time, but I am saying that in the past, when you see this type of uh, giving up, this sense that it's over, I'm out of here, no more, I can't take it anymore. At one point, the Dow was sliding uh, 700 points to start the week, and um, and Bitcoin, wow, getting absolutely shellacked, shredded, down 15%. Uh, yeah, it was uh, down to uh, just under under $23,000 U.S. In fact, it was down almost uh, yeah, about 16.5% uh, last time I checked. So we'll see if there's a bounce at some point in the near future. But it's the problem when you uh, borrow money to buy Bitcoin or anything else, you know, buying stuff on margin right now. Those are the people who are finding themselves in the most trouble. If you can't afford to lose, then uh, don't get in there. Uh, Yeah. Wow. Uh, Just one of those days. A lot of red. A lot of red in the markets today. And let's see, what have we got today? Oh, we got to talk a little bit about our, our terrific sponsor. You know, when you talk about financial uh, sage advice, you know, from people that uh, have a level of expertise, this is when you rely on people like Jeff McGilvery over at Blue Harbor Financial. Jeff, of course, our sponsor here on uh, the Mark Petronas Show. If you're looking for planning, uh, financial planning, insurance expertise, just go to Jeff. That's askjeff.ca, askgeoff.ca. Are the Trudeau liberals cracking under the strain? Well, you may be surprised that I asked that question, but even criminals, even vermin, and their cronies have their breaking point. Yeah, the Trudeau liberals, uh, well, the Trudeau specifically, Justin, wants to be anywhere but Canada these days. He spends a lot of time outside, and I... I don't blame him, considering the mess that he has made in Canada, where he is uh, almost universally loathed, even by a lot of people in his own party now. Millions of Canadians vomit at the mere mention of his name these days. And for good reason. We have also Public Safety Minister Marco Mendicino, desperate to change the channel. So he's focusing on uh, handguns and uh, the freeze rather than on the lies he told the Canadians about the Emergencies Act and the rationale, the justification given for the imposition of the uh, Emergencies Act. He's facing daily calls to resign, now having been exposed essentially as somebody who lied to Canadians telling everyone that it was the police who had asked government to resort to this uh, ham-fisted measure really a war measures type of measure to, to deal with uh, the peaceful protest, the trucker convoy. On top of all that, we have almost runaway inflation in Canada as Canadians finally wake up to Trudeau's economic nightmare of build back better. I have said on this show many times 
that these people are uh, engaging in a kind of, uh, I want to say, controlled demolition of the economy. They want to bring about the Great Reset. They want to bring about Build Back Better. And you really can't do that unless you take a wrecking ball to the country. And that's essentially what he's doing now. But, as I mentioned, he does not want to be here. He does want to be in Canada to face the music for that. He'd rather be in California or Colorado mixing up, uh, mixing with his other liberal buddies, with his Democrat Party friends, living the high life. And by the way, there are better airports. You talk about cracking under the strain. It's just one thing after another. There are better run airports in third world countries than in uh, Canada's Pearson Air International in Toronto. Even among the backbench eunuchs in the Liberal caucus, there are growing demands to end the travel mandates, which of course have contributed to the disaster area that is Pearson International Airport. So it's a laughing stock if you're outside Pearson. It's a nightmare if you're in. We have this tweet by uh, Pierre Poilievre this morning. How long before Trudeau starts calling liberal members of parliament racist and misogynist because they now oppose his vaccine mandates? He was uh, referencing a story that was in the Hill Times. A massive majority of the liberal caucus wants the Trudeau government to end remaining federal vaccine mandates. The Hill Times spoke with multiple liberal MPs who said they want all of Trudeau's pandemic restrictions removed as soon as possible. Well, as I've mentioned, that's not going to happen because, if anything, Trudeau wants to push a third shot. And again, you can't push that third shot if you get rid of the mandates because there's no threat. There's nothing you can use as the stick in which, with which to threaten those who refuse to get that third shot. Anyway, the story goes on to say that a massive majority of liberal MPs want the mandates to end, that according to a liberal member of parliament who chose to remain anonymous, he said that people are saying, what the hell, why are unvaccinated people not allowed to fly domestic? You know, like at least let them fly domestic with masks on. You can go to a shopping mall with them. Uh, you can get into an elevator with them, but you can't. Uh, you, you can get into a movie theater with them, but apparently you can't uh, get on a plane with them. Uh, and this is the way that they've chopped up uh, people according to who's good and who's bad, right? I mean, we had this prime minister who uh, demonized literally millions of Canadians for a healthcare decision they were well within their right to make. They refused to be bullied, coerced, pushed around into surrendering their bodily autonomy to a scumbag prime minister because he thinks that you have to get the shots. Uh, one guy propping up uh, the Liberal Party now, he's hearing it, all right, again, within the context of just uh, cracking up. These people are really hearing the hearing the cries of, of many angry Canadians now. Jugmeet Singh, he's the guy really propping up the Liberal Party now. I mean, if you believe that a good chunk of the Liberal caucus, the eunuchs in the Liberal caucus now finally uh, pushing back, well, now you've got Jugmeet Singh to deal with, the uh, New Democrat Party leader propping up this radioactive slimeball prime minister. And so he's getting yelled at, you know, abuse being heaped on him wherever he goes. So he is under a great strain here. He is under pressure for propping up Justin Trudeau. Liberal MPs 
are growing so frustrated and weary of abuse, they're resorting to telling their constituents to, well, F off. Our friend Joe Warmington writing in the pages of the Toronto Sun, Liberal MP, gets an F for using that word, using the, uh, yeah, that word towards directing that towards a woman criticizing the vax mandates. Adam Van Coverden, the liberal MP for Milton, resorting to the foulest of language to tell off a woman for daring to call for an end to the vaccine mandates in Canada. I guess, uh, you know, Joe, uh, Joe did interview her. Now a Brantford woman who lives in New Zealand with her husband believes a mea culpa from a liberal Milton MP Van Coverden should be appropriate, would be appropriate here. Quote, I'd like him to apologize to Canadians for saying F off and for making anyone feel belittled or ostracized due to a medical choice. That according to Kate Faith, a teacher who got into a social media dust-up with the uh, one-time Canadian Athlete of the Year over the weekend. Yeah. That's why I say they're cracking, right? This is a sign that these liberals and their supporters, their little handful of uh, cronies, are feeling the heat to the point now where they're, going to, they're doing things which they wouldn't otherwise do. They're feeling the str- they're stressed, they're anxious, they're facing the abuse and anger of Canadians wherever they go. This lady, this teacher, uh, lady uh, Kate Faith, who said she was fired as a teacher in New Zealand for choosing not to be vaccinated against the COVID-19 virus. She later uh, contracted and fought off COVID-19, was reaching out to the 2004 Athens Olympics champion to complain about not being able to visit her family. You guys stand in Parliament and act like these mandates actually serve a purpose, she wrote in an Instagram post to Adam Van Coverden's account. I was a teacher who got fired for not taking a jab. Now I'm a supply teacher covering classes every single day because the jabbed teachers have COVID and can't work. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah, the, the teachers, the teachers who got the shots have COVID and cannot work. I can't come home. <clears throat> excuse me. I can't come home to visit my family, she said. And for that, she got told to F off by a liberal member of parliament. So I ask you, are they cracking under the strain or is this a little bit more than, little more than say, uh, wishful thinking on my part? I don't know. I don't think so. I think there's enough evidence here to suggest that these guys are facing the music and they don't like it. Yet another uh, indicator of the massive corruption and the handling of pandemic cash. We're talking about hundreds of millions of dollars handed out to liberals and other connected slimeballs. $237 million, uh, a contract handed uh, to a liberal-connected guy, a former liberal member of parliament. Millions of dollars worth of COVID ventilators purchased through a former liberal MP's company were immediately warehoused. This is a story in Black Locks Reporter. Were immediately warehoused as medical surplus. Records show ventilators cost the equivalent of $23,700 a piece. These guys just made out like literal bandits. Public health agency figures disclosed the majority of the 10,000 Bayless Medical Company ventilators it bought. More than 90% of them were never used in any clinical or hospital, any clinic or hospital. 
the devices were bought under a sole-sourced, that means no com competition, $237 million contract through a holding company, FTI Professional Grade, Inc. of Guelph, Ontario. A quote in the story, the Public Health Agency of Canada received the 10,000 ventilators, unquote. Staff wrote that in a submission to the Commons government operations, the national emergency stockpile currently has, get this, more than 9,000 of them. The figures were requested by Conservative MP Kelly McCauley of Edmonton West. Of the 944 Bayless ventilators used to treat COVID patients, a total of 350 were offered free of charge to India. The health agency did not explain what became of the rest. Are they in a landfill? Foreign deliveries were suspended after New Delhi authorities complained the ventilators require a different electrical cord for use in India. Did they not know that before they shipped them? That was in a memo uh, dated June 18th of last year, a briefing note rather, National Emergency Strategic Stockpile Management. There you go. And this is just the tip of the iceberg. These people just skinned taxpayers alive. They used the pandemic. I guess the pandemic is, is a, an opportunity. Justin Trudeau said this so himself. Not only to ram through a great reset, but to steal every last nickel they could. Speaking of stealing, you talk about criminals. 110 frauds inside a federal agency. You're going to love this. Again, in Blacklock's report, a total of 110 employees of the Canadian of the Canada Revenue Agency have been investigated for fraud in the last five years. That, according to records, 110 employees. That's a lot. That's a lot of people. 20 were fired. Why fired? Why, why aren't they in prison? It was the highest number of known fraud probes in any federal department or agency. But you'd better pay your taxes, though. Data provided have been drawn from discipline records, good for you Blacklocks, that are available by fiscal year and include a founded misconduct that could be interpreted to be fraudulent, that according to the agency which wrote that in an inquiry of ministry table in the comments, misconduct ranged from faked sick leave to misuse of government issue uh, charge cards. And these are the people telling you to file your taxes on time and pay your bills. 